0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Monday again and we are in full effect. I want to thank you guys for continuing to support the show. Um the show is approaching its 200th episode. That's right. As we go into uh, 2015. Uh, wow. Just crazy to say that. As we <laughs> as we approach 2015, we are uh headed toward our 200th episode. Look forward to us doing an event uh uh to commemorate that milestone, man. I'm really excited about that. We do this show once a week, and uh, myself and uh, Madeline Smith has came on board and, and really taken the show to the next level. So we're sounding great, and you are listening. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're listening, man, shoot me an email. Shoot me an email. Um, you can hit us up at, at um, <clears throat> Rodney Perry Live or rpl at rodneyperry.com, rpl at rodney Perry dot com. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about the show because what I realize is there's a lot of you that listen that you know we don't really see you guys. So I meet people all the time and say, Rodney, I listen every week and I'm like, wow, you listen every week? I didn't I didn't know. So thank you for continuing to uh, support, continuing to listen. Matter of fact, let me send some applause out to y'all. If you because if you listen <laughs> right. Enough of that. So <laughs> We're going to get the show cracking today. Uh, I, gotta, uh, I got got my guest I'm excited about because I did a project uh, with uh, him called The Productive Lie. Uh It's a film and a labor of love, and this dude is such an amazing guy. He's definitely getting it done. And what we're going to do is we're going to chat with him a, a little later on. But in the meantime, uh, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. The show is going to be great. You're great. So uh, you know, let's do this. So let's get this let's get this mug going. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick break and we come back. Uh, we'll be going live, Rodney Perry live.
0: What's the biggest number you can think of?
1: A trillion billion zillion.
0: That's pretty big. How about you? Ten. Okay. How about you? Infinity. Can you top that? Infinity and one. Actually, we are looking for infinity plus infinity. Sorry. What about infinity times infinity? It's not complicated, bigger is better And AT&T has the nation's largest 4G network
1: Hey, one one of the great things about doing this show Is I get to talk to some amazing people And uh, hear some incredible stories about other amazing people uh, Check this out This is um, uh, my man, he came on the show And uh, we chopped it up We had a, a great, great time talking and he told me this incredible story about getting in a fight uh kevin hart is an idiot check it out
2: first of all the biggest mistake that i've done was bring harry on the road with me he's out of control okay that that's the first thing his life is I, I, I thought
1: harry was going on the road and <laughs> to help you stay on the straight and narrow now, no, now, uh-uh. no, now uh-uh. can y'all can y'all kevin can you tell me the story i know y'all got into some us recently can you tell me uh, tell the story about the fight. I want to hear the fight story.
2: The fight story uh, about about how much how much Harry's not a friend?
0: Yes. Sure, I can tell you this.
2: Uh, I got into a fight, Rodney, Austin, Texas, right? Yeah. Now, Rodney, a lot of people don't know this, but I throw hands. you, you know good saying? with yours. I come from the shoulders with mine. You know, <laughs> okay. you, you come out your mouth crazy, I'm going to make you pay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. With either the right one or the left one. But you're going to introduce yourself to one of them. I get into a little problem because the owner of the club threw my lady out the club, right? I go up to the owner. I'm like, don't put your hands on my lady. That's my lady, okay? When I said it, I pushed him. When I pushed him, he called a security guard. Security guards come up grab me real fast. At this particular time, this is normally when my friends should be around. Harry's one of my friends. I'm in the full Nelson. They're swinging me all over the place. I don't see Harry, okay? That's, that's, the, first, that's the first alarm that goes off. So I'm now looking for Wayne. Wayne is my security guard. I'm like, where's Wayne at? Wayne comes up like the man that he is, grabs the security guards, get him off me. Now, after they get him off me, the dude, before they let go, the owner mugged me, Rodney. Like, you know, no. put their hand on your face, <laughs> right? Now, when you mug me, it's a, it's a very confusing and difficult time for me because I didn't know how to get his hand off my face, Rodney. I've never been mugged before. I did like if you if you if you've never been mugged, it's a very difficult situation if somebody's whole hand covers your face. And they right. had my arms so I didn't know what to do. So I licked his palm. I no, you didn't. It. I did. I had to. But I did it tough. I growled afterwards. I, I uh, uh, like it was, it was a good lick. Right? <laughs> so he was uncomfortable with the fact that his palm was wet. So he, he let me go, they let me go. Now at this point in time I'm free, but now Ronnie, I'm mad, I wanna fight. I go back up to the dude. I'm like, don't put your hands on me. I throw two punches. Bink, bink. I got him in a headlock, Rodney. I'm whipping his ass. Here comes Harry out of nowhere. Now that he sees that the fight's in control, he say, Kev, hold him. I'm a sucker punch. That's what Harry said.
0: Yeah, he said First that all ago,
2: out. I knew it wasn't going to go right because he used the word sucker punch. Okay, right. <laughs> any, any nigga that says sucker punch in 2009 doesn't mean it. So he said, hold him. I'm a sucker punch him, right? I said I got him, hit him, Harry. Harry took about forty five seconds to throw the most meaningless punch I've ever seen in my life. Rodney, I think I think he hit the guy on the thigh. He went for his oh, face. Kidding. He hit the guy on the thigh and said mm, after he hit him, he said. Mm. Said, that may be the fruitiest part. <laughs> what I say? Mm. Harry, he said, mm. Like, you know, you see somebody go,
0: You mm. <laughs> just say, mm. I said, Let's
2: go, man. Pack up, everybody. We had to retreat. After, after I heard that say, mm, I didn't want nobody to get it on YouTube. I don't even think he hit him. Like, you know how girls hit when they don't close their fist uh, all away. the, the, the way. The, the open palm. He you hit him with the open palm. You, you with talking about
1: showing With it mm. yeah." He said. the heel
2: of the hand. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to get hit with that heel though. That heel pretty fast. At least if you hit in the face, the heel might do something. But you...
1: Hey y'all, it's Roddy Perry. You're tuned in Roddy Perry Live. All I want you to do is share the show and go check out some of the older shows. Man, we got we got some great guests that we've had, and we got great guests coming. Um, when I come back, I'm gonna take a quick break. When I come back, we're gonna be talking to my man Mike Ray from the Productive Live. Stay right there. If you're looking for the latest in comedy, news, and entertainment, the only place to go is the Humor Meal. Check out the website, humormillmag.com. Humor Meal, the only place for comedy, news, and entertainment. I see you, Frank!
3: Mm. Yeah, KFC. can't see.
1: Original recipe.
3: Original recipe? Mm. Dad, I think you ate the bones. I did what? You ate the bones.
0: I ate the bones. I ate the bones? I ate the bones. KFC original recipe. Now available without the bone.
2: Freshly prepared white or
0: dark meat chicken. Boneless and skinless. Get four delicious mouth watering pieces in your next ten piece mix bucket for fourteen ninety nine. Today tastes so good.
1: What up, y'all? This is your boy Roddy Perry. We are back in full effect. Uh, it's time to welcome my guest to the show today, man. I'm I'm super excited about bringing this guy on. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working with him uh, as a as a producer. Had the pre- pleasure of working with him as an actor. Uh, he is a consummate professional. He is one of the coldest dudes in the game. Writer, producer, director. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. The name of the movie is called A Productive Lie. It premieres this Saturday. Uh, and it's going to be incredible, uh, I, man. I wish I wish I could be there. I can't be there. Welcome to the stage, Mike Ray.
4: What's going on, Rodney Perry, baby? What's happening?
1: Hey, man, how you doing, Mike?
4: Man, I cannot complain. All is well. Can't wait for this premiere coming uh, this Saturday, October the fourth.
1: Man, the the productive lie is an is an incredible project. I, I, first of all, thank you for letting me be a part of it. Um and in 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 the minutiae, the the small part I got to play, I'm I'm excited about <laughs> it, because what I was most impressed with being on the set with you is, uh, one how efficient you were, and and two, um, your direction uh, for me, you know, I, I just found you to be a, a great director. What in your mind makes a a good director, man?
4: Well, you know, I, I think Rodney, a good director, has to be able to see what he has in his talent or what he doesn't have in his talent and be be able to exploit it either way. You know, if you have some talent that may be on the uh, on the little lesser side, you've got to figure out a way to uh, exploit the greatness that they might have. And the, and the great talent, hey, you got to figure out a way to let them do whatever they do to make your piece great. So, you know, he he's the balancer. He's the equalizer
1: man you definitely are, are the equalizer you know i saw that movie this weekend with denzel you that's a great way to put it cuz you equalize. <laughs> you the denzel watched it this 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 movie man uh the name of the movie is the productive life give, give us the uh the quick pitch on the storyline and what people can look for in this film
4: all right cool well you know it, it it's uh the, the elevator speech is that it's love lust lies in the pursuit of, of a dream but what that boils down into is, you know, you've, you've got a brother who's out there trying to hustle, like you, like me, like all of us really looking for a dream. And there's a lot of obstacles uh, in the way, like we all have. But this one particular cat, Chris Parks, is not going to let anything stop him, even though he has a daughter that he has joint custody. He has an ex-wife that is a beast. Uh, he's got a regular job and he's got all the things, you know, in in addition to some other junk in his life, but he just keeps pursuing, keeps pursuing. And he lets you know that you can still take care of your kid. You can still pursue your dream. You can still have a relationship. You can do all those things and you can still come out on top. Hopefully he comes out on top, but that's what it is. It's it's so much grind in it.
1: Man, you you know what? Uh, Grind is a great word when you're talking to Mike Ray, um, on the grind, film is up and running, full of, in full effect. You and, and my good friend Maria Howell. Um, this is the question, and and I know you're a grinder. You're getting it done. Both of you guys are. How do you successfully wear so many hats, Mike? I mean, you're an actor, you're a director, you coach. Like, how do you wear so many hats like seamlessly like that?
4: Well, you know, for me, man, it's 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 like I, I have no no other way of living this is the way i've always lived you know i come from a uh a a military sergeant from an army sergeant and that's the way he brought me up you know to to be tough you know every two or three years we were moving so we had to reinvent ourselves you know so uh to 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 have that edge and to put a lot on my shoulders and say you know everybody jump on my shoulders let's jump off of this bridge we're going to figure it out on the way down that's just how i was raised and uh uh and i was raised to figure it out to get it done and if if i can't find the right person to do it do it myself uh so it it comes from 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 an upbringing you know from early on and uh if i can't if i don't know it i figure it out and if i can't figure it out i find out who can can help me get it done
1: Man, you you definitely got it done in terms of this project, man, the productive lie. Is this autobiographical? Is this guy you?
4: (laughs) Well, i tell you what, man. You know, there's a little truth in the art, that's for sure. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you which pieces. I'm trying to protect the innocent. (laughs) 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 But uh, there is definitely some truth, and the people that see it, they will know who they are. Let's just say that.
1: Wow. Hey, hey, I love it man. Um talk to me about Maria Howe man and on the ground on the on the ground films and uh and how you guys connected.
4: Well, you know, Maria and I we we met uh doing voiceover. We both uh act and we both do voiceover. We met in the booth doing a commercial, I don't know, for Publix or or something like that. And uh I think we both recognized uh the, the, the grind in in each other and say, hey, you know what, if if we put this together, there may be an explosion, so let's see if we can explode something. Uh and, and so we did that. Uh this is the, the actually the third piece um she's worked with me on and uh uh you know having that balance, having someone to to be able to to talk to and encourage you uh, keep you up when when you're down and when you've got a million things on your shoulder and to be able to you know balance some of that load, man, it's it's a wonderful thing being able to uh, have Maria in my corner uh, and and being able to to share some of this load. It's it's a wonderful thing. Man, and uh, we uh, we've been friends for a long time now.
1: Yeah, that, that's awesome, man. Just to watch y'all work on the set is like. It's like, you know, it's like magic, you know, I mean, I, and I'm one of the few people that had an opportunity to really watch it up close and personal, man, so uh, it was definitely a pleasure to work on this project. Now, this project was a labor of love, man. Um, for, the, for the people out there that want to, that have something in their head, don't know how to get it on paper, don't know how to get it in front of the camera, um, give me your process in getting it done.
4: Well, you know, I I would say for the people that want to do something even close to this, don't be afraid to mess up first, you know, because the first thing you're going to do is get it on paper. Don't worry about if it's the right format. Don't worry about if it's the correct way. Just get it on paper because once it's on paper, then you've legitimized the whole thing. You've legitimized what you want to do, you know, And, and, and it's no longer just a dream in your head. It's on paper. It can be real now. And you can figure out how to format it, man. There's so many things. You know, you can go to YouTube University and and figure out uh, how to format your your script, you know, buy the right software uh, and and find the right people. Uh, You can get a camera these days for a little of nothing that's shooting uh, 1080p, you know, uh, for the average eye, you know, hey, it looks like movie quality. It's close enough.
3: But it's close enough for your
4: first project. You know, so get it on paper by any means necessary. Get it shot by any means necessary if you have to shoot it yourself. Or get a young guy coming right out of school uh, mm-hmm. as his first project or a student project to help you shoot it. Ah, got
1: uh, it.
4: But, but you just got to keep pushing to find those people. And don't expect perfection on okay. your first piece. Don't expect. Shoot for perfection, but don't expect for perfection. But shoot for it. Wow, and then man, as man. you learn, and as you screw up, and as you mess it up, it's going to get better <laughs> and better because you won't you won't do those same screw ups again.
1: Got it, man, man. Well, I know, I know, I was lucky enough to get you after all the screw ups because you guys were so efficient, you know, and I, I was impressed. And you you guys even helped me with with a project that I'm working on. Um, as 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 you grow as an actor, a director, a coach, a producer. Which hat do you like wearing the the most?
4: Well, you know, I tell you, man, it's, it's evolved over time. And uh, I, I didn't realize that I liked writing as much as I do. Uh, I love to write. So I think the hat that I'm going to end up wearing is going to be writing and directing, okay. uh, sprinkled in, spritzed in with a little bit of acting. I think that's where it's going to be for me. Uh, because when I'm writing, I'm in a zone, and I can visualize and see all the characters, I can see their movement. I see the background. I see the scene. I see everything. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if that's nuts, crazy, or just not normal, but I see all those things when I write. Uh, so I know that's going to be a big part of me of moving forward. And then, of course, I don't know that I want anyone else to uh, direct that vision once right. I've written it, but me. <laughs>
1: so, Come on now. <laughs> so
4: Yeah, so so writing and directing, and if, if there's a spot for me uh, in my own piece, I'll jump in it, and if not, I'll write and direct it.
1: Wow. Man, you know what? Now, this is selfish, this is selfish, the next question I'm going to ask you. But I know Mike Ray is not just an actor. It's not just a director, a writer, a coach. I know you got some stand-up comedy roots, man. Is is you ever coming back? You know, is the prodigal son coming home?
4: Well, let me me tell you something, man. If you ask Maria, she will tell you the prodigal son never left home because uh, (laughs) everywhere I go, I make my stage. Uh, But to actually actually get on that stage again, man, and and do what you do, Rodney, as a professional, you know that takes timing, Uh, and I'm so far out of time. And I don't know that you'll ever see that again. Uh, cuz I, I respect what you guys do so much. I loved it while I was in it. Uh that's really how I got started. Uh you know, I moved down to, uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh came to Atlanta. I said, you know what? I want to start this stand-up comedy thing, but I don't want anyone to know who I am. So let me go to some place where they don't know me. You know. Okay. And and once I got on stage and people laughed, I said, what the hell? Wait a minute. They laughed. Let I me want do this you to again. Know me. <laughs> so so I kept going up and people kept laughing I said wait a minute I think I may have something here you know and, and yeah. it, it's a wonderful ride it's a wonderful feeling I know you know this man when you hear that crowd just just, just roaring you awesome. know but yeah yeah but I, I just don't think I'll be able to uh, get up there and do that again with all the timing and, and things have changed so much uh, I'm gonna let y'all have it man I'm gonna let you have
1: it <laughs> you good <laughs>
4: I'm good, man. I'm good.
1: Hey, man. The people, the people are on there in the chat rooms. They're uh, listening to the show. Uh, we're talking with Mike Ray, writer, producer, director, uh, all all the things in between. Um, as as a producer and director, Mike, what do you look for in an actor, man? For the young actor out there that's that's trying to make his way.
4: I tell you, for for me, uh, it's it's about improv you know mm. I, I want an actor i want an actor that uh can go off script uh and if i just give you a situation i give you a scenario i want to see what you can bring to the table mm. uh because that to me that's art you know if you take something off a piece of paper ah, okay that's good but can you create something can you can you add something to that paper maybe that 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 the director producer and me or the writer and me didn't see you know, uh, and, and, and that, that's what I look for, um, and, and, I, and I think that, that will help the piece, especially when you get in those places where you, you say as a writer, as a director, you say, man, I just need something. I need something. It's not working. Well, that person who can do some improv might be able to bring something that they've got in their head. Maybe they're afraid to show it, but if they got it in their head and I say, hey, just give me something, maybe they'll bring that out, you know, and, and that's what I love. That's what I look for.
1: Man, that's awesome to hear you say that because, you know, as as an improv instructor, you know, I I tell my students all the time, I'm like, this is less about improv and more about trusting your choices. And so that's the thing, I think, as as an actor, when you learn to trust your choices, everything yeah. else kind of falls into place, man, and, and it kind of informs your journey as an actor. Um, is there anything, Mike Ray won't do on film as a as a as an actor as a director as a producer is there anything that's off limits for you
4: yes <laughs> as a as an actor uh there's only uh so much distance that uh um between me and another dude uh right, yeah, right, it, right, that right, that ain't right. that ain't happening. <laughs>
0: that ain't going down. Right. <laughs>
4: that, that ain't that ain't going down. I mean the money's gotta be just ridiculous enough for me to say, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute <laughs> But uh yeah, that ain't going down, man. Uh, other than that, um, you know, I, I can't think of much. Uh but that that's kinda where I where I draw the line. I wanna make, make some pretty good choices when it comes to that and another guy. But uh, uh other than that man, I think I'm really I'm, I'm willing to just go for a lot of different stuff, you know.
1: Right. The name of the movie is The Productive Lie. The premiere Saturday, October 4th at 6.30 p.m. Y'all rolling out the red carpet, everything, uh, at the Porter Sanford Theater Arts Center, which is a beautiful facility over there. Um, are you excited, man?
4: Oh, man, I, I I am over the roof, over the top uh, excited. Like I say, the Port of Sanford Theater, 3181 Rainbow Drive in Decatur. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, I'm actually still putting a little spit shine on it as we speak, because uh, I can't let it go, uh, but yeah. I'm going to have to. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm very excited. Um, as of last week, I got another piece of music from one of my guys who produces a lot of music for it and the music was so nice, so sweet. It actually made me go in and make some changes to the piece for of, of about 2 minutes worth of uh worth of edits. And uh, uh it just it just got better and better.
1: Man, you you know what? You you're one of those guys that that are definitely getting it done. And you know, when when you got a, a labor of love like this, how do you how do you let it go?
4: It's it's tough because in the middle of the night, you know, you you notice yourself, you you'll get that joke, and you're just like, you know, this is the killer joke. So in the middle of the night, you know, I I'll have a scene in my head. I said, oh wait a minute, I want to make this change because this is going to make it even better. Uh, but I know at some point I have to say, you know what, this this is good enough. This is great, right. and I'll have to let it go. And, and that that point is going to be this week. <laughs> it's going to be probably tomorrow, <laughs> you know. Uh, hey. But it it is very tough.
1: Hey, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Mike Ray. Uh, you can check him out on his website, MikeRayStudios.com, or on Twitter at MikeRayStudios, or on Facebook at MikeRayStudios. Mike, man, uh, I- I'm super-duper happy for you, man, and you-, you-, you got this project in the can. What's next?
4: Uh, what's next? Also, let me let me say this too. Go to otgfilms.com, uh, dot okay. com. dot com. Yeah, that's a, that's the website for the film company. Uh, Rodney, man, I've got a I got an awesome project coming up next. Uh, it's called Letters to My Father. It's already written. Uh oh. We'll uh, we're in in pre production right now. We'll start shooting in the spring of twenty fifteen, uh, and that story. You know, you you've been listening and and seeing all the the Lou Gehrig's the ALS craze Mm -hmm. going around, uh, the whole bucket challenge thing. uh, Well, that whole situation is very, very personal for me. My father uh, died of Lou Gehrig disease uh, at the age of 46. Uh, So before all of this craziness started going on, I had written a script. And, uh, uh, you know, coincidental, it's starting to – the whole disease is starting to get some legs now. People are starting to understand yes. what it's all about. Yes. And I think my screenplay will actually let you go inside uh, of a family who deals with it and understand how it affects everybody. Wow. Uh, and and, it, and it's an awesome piece, man. It's uh, called Letters to My Father. It's all about the things that, uh, you know, I, I wish I had an opportunity to to say to my father. Uh, and, and some things that he, you know, would have liked to say back to me. So it's a communication between – it's a love story between a father and son. Can you believe that, a love story between a father and son?
1: I, I think that's awesome, man, and, and that's that's definitely something that we need to see. Um, As far as the business, what's next with this project? You got the premiere. Uh, can we look forward to seeing it on DVD or Netflix or what's next for that?
4: Well, let, let me tell you about this turn of events, man. Uh, we we've done some some screening at a at a few locations with several people, and uh, some of the things that came out of it were, were people really wanted to uh, carry the story forward. They wanted to know about Kim. They wanted to know about GJP and Morgan and all the different characters. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let okay. let me repackage this, which I've done. And I said, I'm not. Actually, going to as much as I would like for this to be my first feature film, uh, we are going to actually present this as a as a TV show. Oh, uh, I've I've already started writing uh, two more episodes, uh, and that way, w- you know, you can find out about all of your different uh, characters. We can build on every character and and just continue this productive lie uh, thing forward for the next five or six years, hopefully. Uh, I love so you. It. Will be and that, mean I, that mean I got that.
0: another day. I get to work.
4: That means you you got another day, Rodney. You got another day, baby. I love it. I love it. So October the 4th at at the Port of Sanford will be the presentation for our TV pilot, it will be an hour and 45 minutes long.
1: I I love it, man. Now, you, you shot this over a period of time. Give me two things. One, how long you shot. And two, how do you maintain the integrity when you shoot over a period of time like that with, with your actors, with, you know, keeping everybody engaged, you know, when, when you're not shooting consecutive days?
4: Yeah, and, and, and that's very tough. Very good question. It took about three months. And uh, we shot mostly on the weekends, and that's why it took three months because we had some people coming in. Uh, from out of town from New York, from Florida, and different places, so it was easier for them to get to us on the on the weekend uh, but just with uh with maria 's help with uh with a wonderful crew uh we were able to 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 maintain the consistency and the drive uh to keep this thing consistent all the way through man so it was really just about having a a dynamite crew and and, and dynamite people behind me.
1: Well, well, you've you definitely got it done, man. I can't thank you enough for coming on. The name of the film is The Productive Lie. You can go to the website, otgfilms.com. On the Grind Films is in full effect. They will be hosting the premiere, uh, The Productive Lie, Saturday, October 4th, 6.30 p.m. at the porter Sanford Performing Arts Center. That's 3181 Rainbow Drive, Decatur, Georgia, 30034. Man, anything else you want to share with the folks?
4: Absolutely, Rodney. We've got some uh uh some cast members that you gotta know about and that's uh one, Tony Vaughn. Uh you saw Tony Vaughn in Meet the Browns. He was the mm. Colonel.
3: Uh, if you yeah. remember the Colonel,
4: uh oh. yeah, so he's he <laughs> he's starring in, and he also starred in, in Army Wise and Drop Dead Diva uh mm-hmm. One Tree Hill and Heat of the Night. So we've got some yeah. we got some heavyweights in there. We've got Donna Bisco who's been in Blood Unsigned My Name and Daddy's Little Girl and Nashville and, and uh Necessary Roughness and uh my my little daughter in the film, her name is Nadej Bailey. You will see her currently uh in the show TV show Resurrection. She's a little oh. beast. She is awesome. Yes. She's awesome. So we we've got some heavyweights in this piece and then we've got my main man I'm on the phone with right now, Mr. Rodney Perry, coming in making his uh name known. And uh your scene turned out very well, brother. Very well. Wow.
1: Yeah, you got me to some places on that one, man. I thought I was I was really impressed, man. So wow. Mike Ray, congratulations, Talk to brother. Me. The show is Thank Uh uh the productive light goes down this weekend. Uh look forward to hit your T V screens you, you know go. really soon. And uh it it's got Mike Ray, it's got Maria Howe, it's got Tony Brown. Donna Bresco, Nadege Bailey, Roddy Perry. What else you want, baby? And not to mention the the, <laughs> the rest of the cast who did a phenomenal job. Uh, Mike, great man, great stuff.
4: Thank you, sir. Appreciate you.
1: Hey, man, thanks for coming on. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. Hey, we got we got more show uh, up next. I got my 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 favorite cover girl. That's right, my favorite cover girl is coming on the line. Don't go nowhere. This is your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. What's better, saving a bunch or not saving at all? A bunch. Okay, what would you buy with all this money you save?
0: I buy a change machine so I could change my brother into a puppy.
1: Couldn't you just buy an actual puppy?
0: Yeah, but if my brother's a puppy, I could bring him to show and tell and say, Hey everybody, here's my puppy brother.
1: Well, when you say it like that, it makes perfect sense.
4: It's not complicated. Saving is better. Now at AT&T, trade up to iPhone 5. Get it now for ninety nine ninety nine when you trade in your current smartphone.
1: it's your boy Roddy Perry um, we've been doing this show we're approaching our 200th episode uh, it will go down in January we will reach our 200th episode so we're looking to do a, a live event uh, you will uh, be invited out you will be there in full effect and um uh It's going to be crazy. I just know it. And what I want you to do now is go check out some of the older episodes, man. I've I've talked to some great people. Uh, Here's uh, Eddie Griffin. He came on the show. He talked about working with Denzel Washington.
2: The biggest part of acting is listening. Mm. You know, when Denzel delivered his line to me, I'm feeling the vibration. It's like music. You know what I mean? It's like how is he playing the bass string on on delivering his line, which gives my instrument, you know, the, the right tone on delivering what I got to say to the brother.
1: What's it like to
2: do a scene with Denzel, man? Uh, it's like you better be on your A game because D ain't playing. <laughs> he be coming with it, don't he? He, he be coming with it. But but you know, I got man, say- When I dropped them kids on him in that scene, he was like, look, look, little nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what he saying? Here is a, uh, he said, look, little nigga, this here is a Denzel Washington film. <laughs> we will be cutting that part out. I going not let you know what's right. <laughs>
1: Hey, you can get stuff like that every week on Rodney Perry Live. Uh, up next, my friend Bo Tally joins the show. But before I bring on Miss Bo Tally, I got I see I'm looking on my line. I see one of the homies. Um, you've all heard me tell stories about Kim Whitley. Kim Whitley has been an angel to me in this business. And through Kim Whitley, I've met some awesome people. And one of those awesome people is a man by the name of Wendell James. Wendell, what's up, baby? I-
0: boy I got a I get I get email alerts when you're live and on the air and I just happen to look and see Rodney Perry's live on air now cuz you know you've never let me call in into this show
2: cuz you're almost at 200 I've never been invited are you at two thousand? I've never been
1: invited. Window, stop right there, because right we tried to make this happen when uh Raising <laughs> Whitley. Wendell, for for the people out there listening, Wendell James is one of the stars of Raising Whitley. That's the a reality show about Kim Whitley raising her young son. And we did try to get you, we just couldn't make it happen, Wendell. But know this, Wendell, you are family of the Rodney Perry Live Show. <laughs>
0: Oh, I know. What can we can we tell this way? Remember, when I used to produce the comedy club, and 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 back in that day, I paid twenty thirty dollars and you <gasps> come in and perform.
1: And <laughs> hey, hey, you know what, man? And you, you this you so
0: you you so popular and rich and famous now that I can offer you a million dollars to come perform now. I'm sure. Hey, you, hold on.
1: Hold a- on, Wendell. You shut your mouth. You <laughs> offer me a William million dollars, I'm going to be there. You hear me? <laughs> Matter of fact, me you, you offer me $10,000, i will be there. <laughs> I, I thought you was at $2 million in the
0: bills now, so I, I said, oh, I'm good. I'm not big enough now, but... But it's good to see. Congratulations, you out there doing your thing because I remember when.
1: Yeah, and and, and and you know what, Wendell, man, it's always nice to have those people that were there on the journey, man. And and you've been so uh-huh. instrumental in uh, Kim Whitley's life, who, like I say, is a personal angel to me. Um, what's up with the show, Raising Whitley, and when are you guys back on in full effect? Um, we are.
0: I'm, I'm due like back on set tomorrow, so I'm uh, gonna. Well, we are shooting now. Uh, we this is our third season. Oh wow! And, and we come back um, January twenty fifteen. So we're back in January.
1: But we're, Amen. we're still...
0: We're, we're still shooting. We, you know, we shoot right. We shoot. Let right, shot like shot like NCIS or something. We got a lot We been man. We been shooting since the uh, <laughs> we been shooting since June, July. We long like, here on these TV shooting shows. Shot you know, you know all these other ones. They shoot the five minutes. They through. We we you know we been shooting since June, July, something like that. Yeah.
1: But y'all got a baby involved too, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh His his name is Wendell James. He will be back uh, if, if, if you if you are, if you can, Wendell. We would love to have you back on the show uh, when the show gets ready to come out. We'll bring on you and Kim, and we'll talk about all the okay. good old days. His name is Wendell James. His Twitter is Wendell Talking. That's W E N D E L T A L K I N G. Uh, Wendell, thank you for calling in, man. Hey, you got to listen to this, this, my guest though. You got to hang on and listen I am. and. You can check out his uh, Instagram. He's also at Wendell James on Instagram as well. So, Wendell, hang on. I got my favorite cover girl coming on the line right now. So, hang on the line. Hey, um, I had a chance to go uh, to a a great soiree last night for uh, B Magazine, and they unveiled the current cover girl. This young lady is 55 years old and gorgeous. Her name is Bo Tally she is uh a part of the Atlanta elite and she's part of the na- the national landscape and she's on the show. Welcome to the show, Miss Bo Talley.
3: Hey, how are you?
1: Man, I-, I didn't get a chance to talk to you last night. Everybody was around and was buzzing, so I, I reached out to, to Miss Madeline Smith. I said, see if we can talk to Bo today so I can <laughs> tell her one, your words were so encouraging. Last night, and to, to to sit there as a fly on the wall and watch your family around, watch your husband in the house, your daughter—they came to support. What was it? What did it do to your heart to look on on the cover of this magazine? Because were you seeing it for the first time?
3: I was. I was completely overwhelmed. You know, when you're doing the photo shoot, you, you see it through uh, the eyes of the camera, and um, they had the computer and all that set up, but. Um, you see it, and you be like, oh, that's true, that's true. You. you like all of them, um, but they know better than me, I guess, and when I saw it, I was just, like, blown away, because, you know, me, I'd be, believe it or not, I, I'm always hard on myself to a certain degree. Oh, my God, that's not what I expected. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, it, it was beautiful, and um, I had so much fun doing it, and to have my daughter um, come up from college, she's in grad school, and... Uh, my husband be there, like that meant the world to me. Fred has a crazy busy schedule, and my daughter does too to be so young, so uh, my other kids couldn't make it. They so far away. But to have all of the support um, from just friends and people that I really don't even know and I haven't known that long was totally amazing. Last night was a great night, but that was my first time. That's why I was cheering up like a big old baby because (laughs) I was just like, wow, really, that's me? (laughs) Now
1: now, <laughs> now, now, now let me ask you this, Bo, because you, you, your brand is you, your brand is fitness, your brand is knockdown gorgeous outfits, your brand is beautiful skin, your brand is gray hair. Was there any reservation about showing having this picture without your signature hair?
3: No, nah, you know, when I went into it, I was like, "Game!" I was like, let's do it, whatever. Um, other okay. people had reservations about it. I never did. I was like, "Like, accept change. Life comes with change. This is mm. a part of change. It's only temporary. I'm not doing it forever because I do embrace my gray and I do love my gray, but um, it's, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to do something different, step out the box. Every now and then So I wanted to do it I wanted to go for it So when they wanted to do Long hair didn't care And black I was like Let's go for it <laughs> So it, it wasn't It wasn't hard for me I just said Let's have fun Let's do it
1: Man, man Did you go for it the, the cover is completely gorgeous You can go on <laughs> B Magazine Right now That's BE Magazine Right now You can see the cover uh, it's, it's completely gorgeous, completely stunning. Now, as you get into the magazine, can, can you see the full shoot, the full photo shoot?
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was going to post some um, in a second on my Instagram, but, um, yeah, you can see I did about four or five looks and, um, they picked, we, I guess they picked the three that they liked and, uh, they put them in there, uh, on top of the cover so yeah, there's like three different looks in there. Absolutely, uh-huh. and my article.
1: What's the B Magazine um, website?
3: I, I believe it's beentertainedmagazine.com. So I think you can go on beentertainedmagazine.com. Uh, so, um, oh God, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> right, Google it. I promise you it will come up. <laughs> oh, I see. see I so see it,
1: it. It looks like um, it looks like a bmagazine.me.
3: Yeah, they, they've they had a lot of great people grace their magazine, like... um. Ooh, uh, look at this. Up Let me tell you two, something. I'm so sick of you, Miss Bo
1: Child. Wait a minute. I'm looking <laughs> at it, Bo. You are killing this leather uh, skirt. Like uh, I think it's some kind
3: of shorts. I don't know what it was. It was some shorts. shirt short? or something. Yeah, I think it's well, some shorts. We, we try to... Did you know I, I'm always in the form-fitting clothes, so everybody... Um, we wanted to go with me in uh, a fall look, you know, which to wear during mm-hmm. the fall, and we wanted to do nothing. I didn't want to do anything so form-fitting. So I was cool with the loose and to show people, oh, I could still rock something a little baggy and still be sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so so now, we went with that. I-,
1: I, had, I had no idea you were 55 years old, first of all.
3: Who told you my age? Who told you that?
1: You said it yesterday. That's why I was like, what? I
3: didn't say that yesterday. I never tell my age. I swear to God, I'm sure I did. I never
1: tell my age. When you were crying, you were saying it, okay?
3: (laughs) I didn't tell my. Let me me tell you what Bo never does, and this is so. I'm so serious. I never speak my age to anyone. I've never done it unless you grew up with me, and you birthed me. And we went to elementary school or something. Like you would never know my age. I never tell anybody my age, and it's not that I'm not proud of my age because I am an right. older lady, and I love I love the way I look at my age, but I never say it. So I don't know who said that because I never say. Like Bo, I have never confirmed my age to a single soul.
1: Oh, Tally, let me tell you something. I was there last night. I
3: said was, it in a little cry. You, I don't, I you said it know. in your speech <laughs> because
1: you was like, "I have you said I have four children." I'm 55 years old, blah, blah. And you know what? You may not have said it. The gentleman that was interviewing you may have said it, now that I'm thinking about it.
3: I was going to say, because I never tell my age. He may I, have I said
1: it. He may have
3: said
1: it. He may have said it. I'm not, it. not
3: ashamed of my age, though, Rodney. Like, let me tell you, I'm really not. Okay. I love, I, I'm not ashamed of my age. I just, that, that's that been like this thing with me since forever. People can never figure it out because of the gray. And they see the young physique, and they see everything that I do, so it's been like a, a this mysterious thing. I, you can ask, Fred, it's crazy, even when we first got together i we'd be walking in the airport, and he's like, "Why did you get so much attention like you're the first woman <laughs> i ever been with that got this much attention and He's wow. been with some beautiful women. He was like, this is crazy. We could just be going down the airport, and somebody will run. I' like, who are you and your hair ain't matching your face and your body. It's just crazy. So I never, even Fred never, I never told him my age when I got with him. Like, it was just, Are you just serious? something I never <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, he never asked. I didn't ask. He just knew he liked what he liked. <laughs> I, I <laughs> it love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I completely love you two together. Um, your, your husband is uh, the, the, the head coach of the Tulsa Shock. WNBA and you you completely embrace your role as a WNBA wife and I I love to see you on the court shooting hoops and and mentoring these young women <laughs> um what is it about Boltali that 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 makes you uh take these young ladies under your wing
3: um, gosh, so much. Um, my mom was a single mom, my grandmother, you know, she had 10 children and both of them got children by different men. And, um, they just, they just put something out there to all of us, all the girls, um, like to look out for each other, to empower one another. Um, cause they went through a lot being single moms, you know, being, you know, I've watched my mom get her butt beat my whole entire life, you understand, and I've seen my grandmother go through, I saw my grandmother go through a little bit of that, so they always encourage the other women in the family, look out for one another, help one another, when a woman is down, don't keep her down, you know, help lift her up, so um that's my thing with women, like I want to continue to encourage women to be there for each other, love one another, there's no, there's no, no need for hate, ain't no room for that, you know, we can get to the next level everybody talking about we don't make as much as men and we don't get respected as men well let's come together and figure out a way to get that respect i mean we had these men we burnt these men so let's shut it down but who i am truly rodney comes from where i came from my mom my grandmother you know they 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 set this path of life for me and my cousins and my aunts, and uh, this is who I am. You know, I, I don't know nothing nothing else. Like I tell women, I was tell some good advice. She's talking about I'm pregnant and all this, da, da, da. We were talking about uh, how kids act a certain way. I was like, well, it's starting in the womb, honey. Your child mm-hmm. is going to emulate everything that you do, even while you're in the womb. If you're going to talk crazy, your child going to come out talking crazy. So you got to start while it's in the womb. And um, she was like, you know, that's true. She didn't think about it. We had more conversation than that, but she didn't think about that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I get, we, we, I was raised a certain way, and if my child veers off in a different path and do something totally opposite of what I taught him, I still have to check myself, Rodney. I still have mm-hmm. to look in the mirror and see what I did wrong to make my baby even feel the way he's feeling. Whether I didn't give him that attention he needed, I didn't make it to that basketball game or something that was extremely important because I put myself or whatever before him. Like, you parents got to check themselves. You want to why your child around here, a serial killer, you better check what the hell you did. Somebody could have did something to your child in the family, or you might have did something that you don't even think you did, and your mm. child running around doing this craziness. But parents are quick to say, I didn't raise my child like that. Maybe you didn't, but you did something, somebody mm. did, to make that person be the way they are. So check yourself wow. first. So, you know. <laughs> man, man you, 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 it, it,
1: no, no, no. That's, I mean, you're you definitely covering it, and you, you're an inspiration on so many levels. Um, it was great to hear your story from your own lips last night because you're one of the people that's kind of mysterious like people think they know or they might be guessing or they might have googled you but you kind of set the record straight last night starting off as a gospel singer
3: yeah we were uh, yeah I had to set the record straight because people think that Instagram made me it didn't that's why yeah. I said this, nothing's changed what you would have known of me then is Still the same person, and I swear to God, nothing has changed. <laughs> More people know me, but nothing else has changed. You know, I don't go out spending crazy. I don't do that. I I live a still a, a I live a nice life, but I, shoot, I still got four kids that have just yeah. have just gotten out of college. I know I still got to take care of them, but because they ain't gonna mm-hmm. get no six figure job instantly, so I ain't me and Fred ain't stupid about our money. But <laughs> you know, I'm saying that people just assume they know everything about a person and they just put it out there like this is that, that's her, that's her, and it's not. So it felt good for me to be able to tell my story in front of everybody and how um, I got into this entertainment industry. It had nothing to do with Instagram. Hell, I just got on Instagram not too long ago. I didn't know nothing about it. I've never really been a social media person. I only got on it because I wanted to keep up with my children. That's mm-hmm. it. I wanted to make wow. sure. No, <laughs> mom. I love it. <laughs> you it Because I wanted to make sure they were not doing certain things, and the only way they can have those things is if I had the password. They did not get the passwords, or I did not. They did not. They were not able to change the passwords until they went off to college. Wow. And my oldest one, I still got his password, and he's twenty. That'd be twenty five, twenty four. He don't even
1: care either. You like go
3: ahead, mom. Yeah, no, he ain't <laughs> even tripping. So you know, I just I had to tell that to people because people assume that they know me and they know everything yeah. about me, and they just assume because of Fred, I'm who I am. No, honey, Fred will let you know. My baby turned me into something when I got with her with all this because he's a quiet person. He could care less yeah. about going to any type of event. That is not his C-Lo, honey. But I turned it into that person, and it's just because
1: Hey, I Hey, you know, you sense. know, that's my dog. You know, I love me some Fred. Yeah,
3: y'all kill me with that. I'm like, what that? so now I don't even trip on it. I just be like, when y'all do it, that's just they lane. she's like, what are they doing? I'm like, I just don't it's, worry that's about a it. Whole story. Hey, <laughs> a whole okay, story. I, I gotta
1: ask you this, Miss Um... You would seem to be a prime candidate for the reality world. I'm sure they have got at you. Is that something you would even consider?
3: Yeah, they did get at me, um, the Housewives of Atlanta. But I guess they took a, a, they made other choices, and that's fine because the girl, you know, one of the girls they chose, I, I like her a lot. You know, I support her and everything she's doing. Um, shout out to Demetria McKinney about to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and wow. um, yeah, yeah. So I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, Rodney. Actually, I have some things in plan myself, and I really have been quiet on it. I've been working on this project for probably over a year and a half now, uh, with some phenomenal growth in Atlanta. And I'm the creator of the show, so I have a nice. few meetings set up with networks. <laughs> so Get it? That's that's
1: so better than I, that's better than working for somebody else. I
3: bet. Absolutely. So I I'm, I I'm, I'm, I have been approached by several people. Some. Fell through, and someone even worth the time and the energy to, you know, get up out my bed, honey, to go meet these mm. folks. But, um, <laughs> but for the most part, I'm excited about what I am doing with these young ladies, and um, I'm excited that I will be a creator of my own reality show. Now, you want to come after me after that, and maybe we'll think about it. But I want to make sure I get this baby off the ground and um help these girls. Careers get to the next level because this ain't this what I put together ain't even about me, even though I was them at one time. But it's like I want to take what I know and help those younger ones under me get to that next level in life, get one step beyond where they are. So, um, you know, that it's about them girls. I'm doing it for them. They're amazing young women. Uh, I can't mention who they are right now, but you know, you know, a few of them. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm just ready to see. Uh, where this takes their careers. I really am. I'm excited
1: for them. they excited. <laughs> I, I'm sure, man, because your company, Black Pearl Entertainment, has been guiding careers of entertainers for years. I mean, this is nothing new to you. So uh, talk to me about um, your business, you know, because we see, you know, if, if you're watching, you see, you see Ms. Botali, but you know you you're, you 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 instigate a lot of business in and around this town.
3: Yeah, I do. I don't brag about it often. I don't talk about it often. It is you know show versus tell. You know <laughs> I don't right. do too much of you know unless my client be like put it out here, put it out here. And I'm like okay, well we'll talk about it. Um, but I have I've worked with a lot of artists in the industry and um, helped them do their things, and they're doing very well in the industry and. I don't mention too many people's names because I just feel like at one point when I really needed you to help me, you mentioned me. So I sure ain't about to give you no time of the day right now. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Not nobody. Um. Um. But yeah, I I have. I've I've managed full figure models and helped some girls. They got great careers now. Some have moved on and even started their own modeling company and wow. and uh, foundations and doing big things. You know. So I've helped a, a few people. I don't brag about it. It's Really no reason to people know what I do for them and I know what I've done for people and that it is what it is and I leave it at that. You know, there's no need to go out there and, you know, say this, that and third about it. So I mean right. I feel like everything that I do will comes back to me, you know, and I don't do it in a way where I'm expecting it to come back to me. I do it because I love to do it right. Like I love in a sense taking care of people. I love managing people. I don't like nobody managing me, but I like to manage people <laughs> Oh, I'm the worst. Like, I can't deal with an assistant, and I got one. I can't deal with a PR person. I had to get rid of them. And, oh, Lord, I'm hard to manage. But um, I like to manage everybody else. They take a special person to be with me, and I think that's why I finally got free, because you got to be a special some. I'm not a difficult person at all, but <laughs> okay. I like things a certain way. That's just it. <laughs> Old ways. Uh, let's
1: talk about this, Miss Botale. Uh first of all you can check her out on uh on Twitter, uh, I am Miss M S Botalley and also on Instagram, I am Miss Botale and BlackProEntertainment.com. dot Let, com. Let's talk about this because I, I was I was most impressed uh as you spoke about this last night. Um your foundation, uh, you and your daughter, uh Take the Time Foundation or the Triple T Foundation. Uh talk talk to me about taking the time.
3: That's just what we do. We take the time for others. Um, again, I, I think I mentioned last night why we did it, because my grandmother, you know, I just felt like had the family did a little more, she'd still be alive, because she did so much for so many people. You know, she was the residence, mom. she was the, the neighborhood granny, you know, mama, everything. She supported everybody, basketball, football games, everything. So I just wanted to do something on the strength of her and, and who she was when she passed away, and uh, my children and I, but she used to always say that to us. You need to start taking time for other people. It's better to give than receive. She would say that so much to me, and uh, so it stuck in my head. And then uh, when she passed, I was like, let's do this, kids. How do y'all feel about it? And they were like, yeah, Mama, let's do it. It was like, well, how do you want to work this thing? I was like, well, I don't want to be a nonprofit uh, that, only deals with a certain group of people. Let's say like hmm. single moms or young young women going through some issues. I want to be able to help everybody. Let's take the time for everybody. So um, wow. it was like let's do it. So we just said when nonprofits need us, uh, we'll we'll go and help in any way. And then we do our own special events every year in Alabama because I'm originally from Alabama, um, but what I'm city? in like California, Scottsboro, Huntsville, Scottsdale Huntsville area. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, And a lot of them were in the building last night, my, my hometown folks, so that's, that was awesome. But um, I do an a event there called um, A Night of Giving in Fashion, and we adopt three families in the area, in the metro Huntsville area, and we just raise $3,000 and we give them $1,000 apiece. We do a huge fashion show, um, NFL players from that area, local celebrities, local makeup, celebrity makeup artists, everybody come out to this event, and we do it every year, and we just donate. Three, we just get $3,000 and donate a $1,000 piece to each family to do whatever. I've had one buy her new car. I've had one put a down payment on her new home. Um, one get the wheelchair that she needed, you know, just so many things. So um, I've been doing that for a long time in my hometown. That's why I try to tell people this is not this, what you see me doing in Atlanta ain't new. I'm just starting to do a lot, tell people more of what I do in Atlanta because at first it was just on a DL. I never really said nothing, but then when you get these PR people, they force you to, mm-hmm. hey, you need to do this, and you need to do this, you need to do that, <laughs> you need to get an Instagram, you need to get a Facebook, started doing, you know, letting people know more about it. But, yeah, yeah Take the Time is, is my baby and my children, even from a distance, my children um, are doing things with Take the Time, my daughter, uh, with her uh, sorority and everything, they're they're always doing stuff, and my my son, my baby boy, he's going to school to be a minister, so he's always doing wow. stuff, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it's it's my thing, and that's just what we do. We take the time for anybody. So if you ever have something going on and you need to take the time to come and sponsor, we do it. And everything comes out of my pocket at the end of the day. I, I I don't even get big, big sponsorships. I get people to do certain things in that's cool. and I'm not even tripping on it because I do it from my heart. And people are always like, well, how did you start a nonprofit? How can you start one? If you're going to start one, it has to come from the heart. It can't mm-hmm. be about, let me just get some money off of somebody, because that ain't it. You're going to spend more money than anything. You shouldn't go into this looking for no money any going. But it starts from the heart. That's how you start a nonprofit. <laughs> wow, so y'all. This is,
1: hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Miss Bo Talley, the cover girl for B Magazine this month. Uh, a, an incredible spread. She's an entrepreneur, event host, philanthropist, singer, model, Actress, is we going to get an album come out soon, Miss Botali? Can I get, can I get, can I put put Bo in my CD player? Can I get an MP3?
3: I don't know if you've ever received my husband's jazz CD, but I'm singing on his jazz CD on both of them, actually. No, I don't
1: have that. I need to get that.
3: Oh my God! I'll get it to you. I'll make sure when we get back. I'm in Tulsa right now. When I get back next week, I'm gonna definitely make sure we. Say, if Madeline can send me a PO box or something, we could probably ship it to you from here. Okay,
0: okay, okay, <laughs> uh, good stuff.
3: But, but I don't know. I don't know. I keep saying that I want to jump back in there and, and, and test the waters again because I used to sing in Atlanta. I used to sing at the Crow's Nest. I used wow. to sing at Blues in the Alley. I used to sing at all them joints, like solo by myself. Um, Rock T from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. He used yes. to manage it.
1: <laughs> Really? He used
3: to manage me. Yeah, so he oh, wow. just mentioned both. I mean I we're, we're really close. When he got married to Crystal, we flew out, me and Fred flew out to his wedding and uh, and all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're real tight. And he used to manage me as a singer and yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know yeah, so I I'm thinking about it. I'm pondering. I'm um, doing it again, just getting that playing around. I just want to find the right writer, uh, somebody can really write and uh, a good vocal arranger and somebody got to have some nice tracks. But it all got a mesh. Just don't put nothing on those tracks. It, it got to make you feel some type of way because I'm that old school type of person. I don't want this ooh, stuff that I'll be hearing now. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> not, nothing against nobody, but I can only take so much of uh, that Song, I don't know, Smurders, some Smurders song, I don't know. Anyway, I can only not of that. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. She's
1: gracing the cover of B Magazine with an amazing photograph. Uh, her name is Bo Tally. She's bold, beautiful, and business. Is that what they yeah. say? I, this, <laughs> this, you got some fly pictures. I see you got the Beyonce wind blowing too. I see you should do it. You see that? You
3: see that? Yeah, that's hot. That that that's is. hot. I thought so oh, cool. I was like, Wait, what's my haircut blowing like that?
0: <laughs>
3: I did like that. I did like that. I liked the spread. I thought it was it was fun for me. Um, so I'm not mad about it. I had a I had a lot of fun. But the thing now that's happening is now I have other people coming at me to to be in their magazine. I've been in several magazines before but mm-hmm. to be in their magazine, to be the cover of their magazine. I'm ready to uh, do a shoot that really embraces my gray hair because I, you know, just be trying to tell women, girl, just go gray, let it go. All that dyeing and stuff is too much for me. I ain't got time. That's why this hair is gray. I ain't got time for dyeing. I'm constantly on the go. I barely do get to a, uh, uh, what do you call those people? Uh, hairdressers. <laughs> you see, I ain't been. I ain't been. I do my own hair. I I clearly do my own hair, so I've been in forever. So, honey, I ain't got time to be dying That's too much. So, I just embrace wow. this great stuff. <laughs> I love. It.
1: Hey, you better than me because I'm dying mine in a few minutes.
3: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rodney, women love them. Don't if it's in your beard. Please don't dye your beard. Women but love I, a I, man. I, just,
1: let me tell you something, Bo Tally. I cut my beard off, and I, I dye my hair. Yes, I do. Oh,
3: and I'm no. I'm, a, I'm
1: a young man too. I, I'm. I'm, you know what? Maybe, maybe someday soon I'll embrace it, but ah, it's too much for me.
3: It would be sexy on you. I'm trying to tell you, women love that. You married so I bet your woman, your wife would treat you a certain way if you let that gray come in that beard just a little bit, give you a little goatee. I bet she should treat you a you certain way. You know what? You know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do
1: it. Just because just, just Miss Votality <laughs> do it, I'm gonna do it. Hey, hey, thank you so much for coming on, sis. Man, congratulations again. Uh thank I don't know you. I don't know a lot of cover girls, but I know one for sure. And she goes by I am Miss Bo Tally. Thank you for coming on, sis.
3: Thank you for having me. Love you very much.
1: Hey, hey y'all, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. That's Miss Boatali, uh and also my man Mike Ray was on earlier. You guys have been incredible and I want to I want to really use the words I heard both say last night. We have to stop hating on each other. We got to find a way to congratulate each other and we got to find a way to take the time. That's the show for today. My name is Roddy Perry. You guys have a great rest of the day. Be good.